Raisin Man Arena. Yeah. Yes. They're not even part of the English English anything. Look who's here. Separate race. Huh, really? A whole separate race. How are you feeling, Sarah? It still really hurts. Fuck. I'm sort of embarrassed by this because the other weekend, you know, I smoked too many cigarettes and I got a horrible headache and I had to leave my own party, basically. Yeah. And go to sleep inside. And then I cried. Oh, God. And now here I smoked another cigarette and it is like lit my whole upper body on fire. Wait, the cigarette cigarette put you out of order last time? when we had the backyard show, I smoked like 15 cigarettes. And yeah. I got a uh, <laughs> well, it was part of her act. She was yeah. doing. That's right. She, she was doing, doing a kind, kind of, of like yeah. Uh, yeah. Lenny Bruce. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Well, how can we only have eight viewers? What the fuck's going on? I don't know, Sarah. I think this podcast is on its no, death now. It's no, sounding its death no, now. No no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're stronger than ever. And this is, I'm calling this season two, by the way. This is e- welcome to season two. Because we took two, we took three weeks off. It now got it's renewed. season two. It got renewed for another <laughs> yes, season. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's Hell, right. Yeah. They took a look at the numbers and they said eight viewers average per episode. You guys get renewed for another season. Yep. It's, Twitch. In, it's in the budget. It came down from Twitch headquarters. Listen up. If you're one of our eight viewers in the chat tonight, sound off. Who's in there? What's up? We got this Welcome one person who said man. they have no idea how they found the podcast, no idea who, what it's about, who we are, but they keep coming back and they keep listening. Wow. Well, that makes it all. And they're it. Scottish. And they're fucking Scottish. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Seth's in the Seth's chat. in the chat. Seth's in the chat. Well, yeah. I feel like... Depending on who's in the chat, we have to give them different kinds of things. Seth's in the chat. Let's throw out some comedy criticism. Let's do some CC. Yeah, we do a worse version of the thing that the person in the chat is good at. That's the rule. (laughs) Comedy criticism, I think you should leave now, is back. It's back and better than ever. Yeah. Talk about a season two. Season two. Did Seth like that? Seth, did you like it? LOL. Seth, do you like uh, I think you should leave season two? I'm waiting to see um, what Seth says so I can, so so I can shape my opinion accordingly. I liked it. I well, liked I didn't. It. Oh. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Kind of contrarian. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually, well, what? I thought I didn't like it as much as the first one. Oh. Yes. Yeah, oh. What's that going to do? Well. <laughs> I, um tried to just binge it all the episodes in a row, but then it just got to be too much. You too much binged yelling. it. Mm-hmm. You bit like... You binged you it. gorged yourself on the show, yep. nonstop watch. Mm-hmm. You binged. Mm-hmm. I threw up. <laughs> until yes. you, you watched it until you were sick to yeah. yourself. You binged the show. <laughs> A bender of watching. I think you should leave season two. Five twenty-minute episodes. <laughs> yep. Felipe, Felipe is emoting to 10 right now. He <laughs> said, he said we, the, we got from the executives, on season two, Felipe, you got to emote 10 yeah, times that's more, right. okay? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's right. Um, so we, we got a comment from Seth, but I want to hear what you were going to say, Sarah, and then we're going to read Seth's comment. It just became compounding, like, yelling, and the sort of... Yeah. I don't want to say it's a formula, but there's like a real style to how the sketches kind of evolve. There's a method to the madness. There's a method to the madness. And so if you watch too much of it in a row, it loses a little of its charm where you're just like, okay, who's going to be yelling this time? Who's the crazy guy now? This was my interpretation of not only yelling, but every sketch has this structure of a guy 
who's explaining something very specific, essentially explaining explaining a sketch premise. I was saying like it's like those like sort of late UCB improv sets where the, there was a, a person in the improv group who loved to explain the premise of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a lot of the sketch. Like the best sketches aren't like this, but the worst sketches are just a guy explaining some concept that would be too hard to stage as a premise. And so it's mm-hmm. just Tim Robinson saying, it's a thing that does this. And he just yells give it. Give an example. Uh, are you asking me to give an yeah, example? give an example. The whole thing See about that. See if he can. See the, if he can give an example, guys. You, you're, you're, are you trying to call my bluff that this isn't right? Evan's here. Evan who? I bet that's Sam. Evan right? Sam's friend? Evan Zerk, maybe, yeah. Uh, wow, this Scottish person is is on their own. They're on their own tip. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Evan's here. That's great. Welcome, Evan. Thanks for tuning in. Evan and I, we've had misconnections since since January, I'd say. Haven't gotten in quite the hang we wanted mm. to yet, but we're going to this summer. I promise you that. You better get to it. Summer's halfway done. It's true. Evan, if you listen to to enough podcast episodes, you get a hang. (laughs) Summer's halfway done. So cash in. If you listen to first season, cash in on a hang. Real life. Um, Okay, give an example. Well, it's actually... I was going to give the exact same example that Seth gave in the chat. The calico pants uh, sketch. Also a long sketch. It's almost like the length of a whole episode. But the idea is that there's... It's about it. Have you seen it, right? Of course. It's a website. It's so convoluted, but there's a website that sells pants that have two P dots on them, except the website's not real and it's been designed so that if you ever pee, if you ever didn't, don't shake your penis and two P dots get on your pants, you can say, these aren't P dots. These are the pants that are sold by the website. This is all explained by Tim Rogers. What's his fucking name? Tim, Tim Robinson. Robinson. Tim Rogers. Tim Robinson. To Mike O'Brien. Huh? To Mike O'Brien. That's the actor. Oh, that's comedian. the actor? Yeah. Okay. SNL writer, formerly. And he just repeats it and repeats it and explains it. And it is kind of a funny premise, but it's just him. And then he's asking... I don't even want to explain it because I just... But I, you're right. That the funny part of it is this thing that they can't actually stage that is mostly just a ver- verbally a guy being like, this funny thing, this weird thing. Yes. Let me explain it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or like, the I thought the, the guy who can't drive was also like a quintessential Tim Robinson thing where Tim he's... Tim Ro- Robinson? Tim Rogers. <laughs> I think you got it wrong. It's Tim Rogers. It's Tim Robinson, right? All right, cool. <laughs> I was doing a bit. Sorry. Usually I'd be on Felipe's side, but I'm dude, on your I side I took your bit and I fucking executed <laughs> it <laughs> right before you right. It, 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 the door hadn't even <laughs> opened and I had yeah. a shotgun and I shot through the door and killed it. <laughs> <laughs> must must have been a, quite a thin door you were behind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is the thing where he can't drive and he's like, "No, I can't drive. I don't know what any of this is." <laughs> you know, it's like that's very Tim Robinson. Kind of re-explain, but that it, one but made me laugh. Yeah. That one didn't make me laugh. It didn't make you laugh. Yeah, that one was a dud for me. Santa Claus made you laugh. Santa Claus and the professor asking for the hamburger. I thought were yeah were five out of five sketch. Like those, that's like the best a sketch can get. We know? watched the Santa Claus one three or four times. Yeah, because we kept rewatching it and showing it to people. Uh, it's, yeah, it's or the one funny. where Patty Harrison's like. 
I got sewed inside of the, this thing. That was the very Macy's funny. Day parade. But it's also very Tim Robinson esque, where she's like, nope, I'm not making any more money. My money's just going down and down. I made a finite amount of it that t- because of that time that I got sewed into that thing. And it's like, you just keep saying the thing and like yeah. adding funny details to it. I liked her performance, but I didn't like that sketch as much. Um, I like the Santa Claus one. I really like when he says that tattoos. That's not good behavior. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care, but it's not good behavior. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the uh, what's the what's the raisin man grade? What are we giving it? Out of out of out of a total uh, of five. How raisins. many raisins? Out yeah. of five raisins. Uh, I would say a three out of five. For three me. out of five raisins. I'd say four out of five raisins. I think it. It had a lot of shitty sketches, but based on just the good ones, it is a four out of five raisins. Yeah, just because the of good the good ones. ones. And I wow. like the, the music and the, the, between the sketches. I don't like that music. What are you talking about? I don't like about? the music or those what lines. What are you talking about? You don't like the lines. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't like the lines. It's just, I, don't, I just don't like sketch show transitions. What are you talking about? It's just, it's just dead air. It's no. just a way to clean the, cleanse the palate. You should find no. something more interesting to do with your transitions. Really? Yeah, he, you have to find something more interesting, Sarah. Really? That? Mm-hmm. Not everything yeah. has to be interesting. <laughs> everything has to be interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think something, whenever I'm watching the sketches, my thought is like, um, okay, so is this going to be one where like one guy acts really weird and everybody else acts normal or a bunch of guys act weird and one guy's normal mm-hmm. or one guy acts weird, everyone seems normal, and then in the end they all act weird too. And that's like the sort of the three... Yes. That's all yeah. damn. That's, that's all, all sketch comedy is. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that's all it is. There are some really n- lovely like observations though, and each one had funny little details that I liked, even if I didn't like the premise. Like mm. I really liked in the hot dog one where that woman just calls him out right away and is like, "You have a hot dog in your in your arm sleeve, don't you?" And he like looks at her and then he goes. I'm so tired. <laughs> and he like puts his head down and it's yeah. like, oh, that's funny. You don't like, even when someone calls you get out, it's like the bit, bit isn't over. Or the one where the boss leaves the room and everyone starts um, like jerking off, jerking around, yes. but they're all jerking around in like the corniest Wait, way. Wait, that yes. sketch was really that funny. Was funny. I that's, loved that that's sketch. That's a really funny sketch. Yeah. I don't like what happens once the table. Yeah. It's, it all, it, it, it all the air sucked out of the sketch, yeah. but it is really funny when he's like trying to hold back his laugh. He's like, <sighs> like, yeah. and they're doing yeah. the corniest shit. <laughs> um, in the first season, I think one of my favorite sketches was the baby contest, little Harley Jarvison. I did not like that stuff. You didn't like that? It was a little too random for me. Really? And then in the second season, I liked the little strong boy competition. I thought it, that was funny. That was, I and it, it felt like a, an evolution it. of that one and just it, too random yes. for me. Too random? Yeah, too strong random. Strong boys, it was funny. Okay. The boss doesn't can't feel like he can't rape the strong boys. Yes, and then the, he picks one. Finally, the boss picks one of the boys, and then he's like, no, it can't be that it one. can't be that <laughs> one. See, I don't even remember that Maybe I just didn't watch. Yeah, you didn't get it. Seth says this is great comedy criticism. Five raisins. Wow. We're coming for your Substack. (laughs) We're coming for your Substack. Comedians on couches giving comedy criticism. We're coming for your Substack. Comedians shouldn't be paid for anything. Yeah. Not even the real jobs that they have. Yeah. If you're a comedian and you have an office job, you shouldn't be paid for that. No. Retweet, retweet, retweet. (laughs) (laughs) What what if that was a was a popular opinion? Um. I was telling Sarah today that I had a lucid dream for the first time. Tell me about that. Well, Sarah always has lucid dreams. Yes. And then, you know, I was so excited when I heard that Felipe had the lucid dream. But then when he told me, 
what happened in it, I got up, sort of upset. Why'd you get upset? Because you managed to accomplish more in your first lucid dream <laughs> than I have I'm ever accomplished in years, like 20 years of lucid dream. Wow. I'm already a pro. Listen to what he did. Tell your story. It's really short. But I was in this dream uh, where I was in a classroom and a teacher got mad at me. And then everyone was sitting in front of me and with their heads, they were looking to the front of the room. But then I thought, they're about to turn their heads and look at me. And then, scary. And then they all did. And I realized, oh, I made that happen because it's my dream. And then you were you like, oh, I'm dreaming. Kind of, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, cool. This is a dream. And now I'm lucid dreaming. And the way I... Did you think of me? I think maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's hmm. like dream thinking is a little... Like yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, I thought of you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was having so much fun. Um, but it was cool because dreams are usually... The way I, I it felt was like dreams are usually kind of fuzzy, but this was like HD. Like I could see everything quite clearly and be and I was very aware. So then the first thing I did was I thought I'm going to go flying. So I flew And that's classic uh, in lucid dreaming <laughs> yeah. culture. First thing you want to do. First thing you do is take the dream out first. I'm going to shoot up the school. First thing you do is fly. You just Yeah. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. So I flew out of the room and it was almost like um I'm trying to think how to, how to describe it but you know in like those flight simulators like the world was quite sparse but then it got popular like for instance i was in a classroom and i flew out the window i didn't think too hard about how to get through the window i simply kind of went through it and then i went up and then i was like above manhattan i mean you were you're in a school in manhattan you're in a See, prep that's, school that's, that's yeah exactly i was in um i don't even know the saint merryweather's yeah. <laughs> yes. um, for boys but that's just actually that's just to say that i was in a school and then when i flew up i was like what am i above manhattan who, who, who you know now i'm in manhattan yeah the school was in the school and now i'm in manhattan yeah then i dropped from the sky when I hit the ground, I was totally fine. And then I thought, I'm going to go have sex with somebody I used to have sex with in college. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then yes. I... And were they in Manhattan? No. Well, get this. I traveled... You had to text them. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't around. I had to wait a week. <laughs> um, I traveled... The world switched and I was in Providence and wow. I went to like her dorm room where we used to hook up when we were in Isn't college. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That is like an extremely advanced level of lucid dreaming. Like, that is pretty cool. And every pleasure is 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 sought and, and gotten <laughs> yes. immediately. Yes, right yes, yes, Now I'm flying. Yes. Now I'm yes. fucking. Now yes. I'm eating. Wow. That never happens to me. If I'm getting that specific, you, I wake up. Like it's too much mental power that it takes to conjure whole people and other locations and then to fuck like that's a lot maybe, well your hard drive you just overheats deep, yeah and then i'm just awake maybe yeah. it's like when you first do heroin it's called riding the dragon where it's like it's the best it's like the best. you're gonna you're you think you're really good at athlete because it's your first time mm, but it's yeah, slowly gonna get harder and harder yeah and yeah, you subsequent time it's just i'm gonna try to fuck someone and not gonna get hard they're gonna be like an animal or something yeah yeah well it's funny because you you lucid dream you were like the first lucid dreamer and then Felipe you started lucid dreaming so now you both sort of lucid dream and you also you guys both went to LA together mm -hmm. yep that's right and we both have anxiety <laughs> yeah <laughs> good segue yeah <laughs> Into the next topic, <laughs> L.A. L.A. LA. Guys, tell me about it. I, I want to I wanna put double camera on you guys, you know, because this is about the L.A. Now time. And that to so the top camera is Sam's perspective. <laughs> it's like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just afraid. This is my fear, Sam. 
So we talked about, I just talked about lucid dreaming. Now it's like, I want you to be part of it too. I don't want you to be out of this whole conversation is my fear. About lucid dreaming? Yeah. Okay, so we you, let's stay on lucid dreaming. Wait, for can a I? Bit. No, no, wait. I do want to talk about LA. I'll say the one last thing about lucid dreaming. I started having sex with that person, and then I thought I don't want to uh, come in my sheets, so I woke up. Because you thought, wow, you you had enough about the real life. world. Yes, because you do. I was like, I don't want to have a wet dream. I don't like that. You're too old. Wow. It just make, I just don't want. It's nasty. It yeah. is nasty. It's nasty. So I was like, ah, okay, that's as far as I. So in that sense, I can't really have sex in a lucid dream, even if it happens again, but. because I really don't want to come in my sheets. You can get pretty close. Yeah. And it yeah. was worth the ride. Yeah, it was worth the ride. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can drink that if you want. I already am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Laura says, used to use lucid dreaming to fulfill trans desires when in closet. Now, not really interested. Wow. Now life is everything that you dreamed. Yeah. So life is a, is a dream. Dreams. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Flipid, did you n- figure out in, in your lucid dreaming, did you discover any wants or desires that you'd like to manifest in your real life? I'd like to fly and I'd like to have sex with that person from college again. Okay. All right. <laughs> kind of straight ahead. Yeah. Straight <laughs> ahead. One to one. I'm a man of simple, <laughs> simple pleasures. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've gotten to a point with the lucid dreaming where, like, a lot of my dreams right now are extremely realistic. They are just, like, one-to-one. Like, this morning I had a dream that I forgot to get the paint, to paint the space today. And then I had to, like, run to the paint store and get the paint. Like, that's what It's like, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And it's also just, like, there's not even a surrealist element to it. It's just, like, regular life. I keep having dreams like that. And, um... Now, so it makes it harder to identify that I'm dreaming, so it's harder to be lucid. But I've but I've had dreams where like I'm in my bed working on my computer. That's the dream, and then I'm like, wait, am I dreaming? And then I'm like, no way, this is regular life. And then I'm like, but if I was dreaming, I could just like swim through my bed. And then I try to do it, thinking like, no, this isn't gonna work because I'm not dreaming. And then I'm dreaming. Holy shit! And so it's very confusing. That's, Real life that's cool. Dream. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. That's what Alejandro Yorodowski says about dreaming too. Is if you get enough mastery of your dreams it really like doesn't the difference between dreaming and waking is like totally blurred and it's it's, it's very much the same thing no mm. just freaky. i can tell when i'm awake i'll say this you know how in inception once they start go doing the dream thing they're like you never yep. know if you're awake or asleep when you're asleep you're not sure if you're awake or asleep but when you're awake you know you're awake we ever have something really bad happen that you're like, wait, could this be a dream? You never had that in a wake life? I don't know if anything that bad's happened to me. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make a scary face to make Felipe think that he's dreaming. <laughs> Wait, Sam would never make that fucked up face. Contort up. my face so much that Felipe thinks he's in a dream. You guys should like conspire to start acting like really Easily. surreal. Totally. Need no bow. I don't even know. Do yeah. <laughs> Evan has said something. Do you want to read it? This is odd. F- I'll read it because he's my friend. Yep, sure. And if one of my friends wants to say something, I'll read it. Okay. Evan says, this is odd, Felipe. I had a lucid dream a two nights ago. A two nights ago. That took place at my elementary school and involved flying through the air and smashing into something. But I was fine. Well, that's what dreams you're fine. Well, you know, um, I think that what this dream kind of showed to me is that when it comes to dreaming, people have very limited imaginations as to what you can do in a dream. I can fly, and then I drop, 
flying, f- dropping in dreams is very common. Yeah. And then having sex. I mean, Evan's not talking about having sex in the dream, but another popular lucid dreaming thing to do, or something that they say that you should master is like just walking through walls and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Master it. So it's yeah. hard at first. Wow. Yeah. Or like it's hard because if you're really present in the dream, then you do think that the wall's <laughs> a wall and you just can't get yourself to go through it. Whoa. But if they say that if you're struggling with it, if you turn backwards and you walk through the wall in the dream. Oh my God. So there's lots Evan, of stuff. Evan I've, does have a very lovely limitless imagination. I will say that. Um, yeah, but you gotta you gotta watch out what you say about. So don't say about, that Evan doesn't have a good imagination. Stuff, you guys okay? had oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In no, Evan, I, I, in yeah. Evans, there are colors and sounds and stuff that you don't even know about. Mm. What? Yep, and he does something called active listening, which is fuck. He's able to hear things you. Can't I don't listen. Hear. I don't actively listen <laughs> yeah, to anyone. Actually, not listening. <laughs> I think I think cool like a cool thing. In my dreams, what mastery would be like is like you could eat Cheetos, but like no dust gets on your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I like so that. you can eat as many Cheetos as you want, and then like type and stuff like that. Wow, that's yeah. like um, you that ever would see the, the dreaming episode of SpongeBob? No. You ever see it? Um, Anybody in the chat? That, that doesn't ring a bell, and I'm a big SpongeBob fan. SpongeBob leaves his dream and starts going into other people's dreams, and he meets Gary. Gary's oh. the librarian. Oh yes, now I remember. Yes, and he goes to Patrick's dream, and Patrick is just um. Like eating a bag of chips or riding a little um, twenty-five cent little rider yes, like guy. a little yeah. horse. Yeah, <laughs> Man, oh, that's funny. It's kind of coming back to me. It's pretty funny. Um, what the hell was I gonna say? Oh, I forgot. Well, move. something that worked well for me. Dream was journal. Typing up I would like to keep a dream day. journal. Maybe that will be a thing I can do when I'm unemployed. I recently had a couple dreams that. Yeah, when you're unemployed, you should start doing stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly the kind of shit that you kind hey, of don't do. You hey, start Sam, wasting as much of your time. As you can. Hey, Sam, like you've that. been sleeping all day, <laughs> lucid dreaming. I think it's time you get a job or go back to comedy or something. <laughs> what What I was gonna say is that my dad categorically disbelieves in the idea of lucid dreaming. Mm, lie. No. His, his position Open his, your mind. His position is that you you are your conscious mind can't be activated during dreams and so if you think you're lucid dreaming you're simply dreaming that you are conscious but you're not really conscious. No way. That's what he says. No way. What do you think after your experience? I it felt you I felt made quite, that stuff happen. I felt quite conscious but on the other hand I can't help but think well what if free will was just an illusion in the lucid dream? Well, of course. But that doesn't mean it wasn't a lucid dream. I think, uh, like, I don't understand. What he's saying to me doesn't... If you feel that you're in control of the dream, that you know there's dreams when you don't feel that. And then once you feel it, you can sense that there's a difference between them. So, It's true. I mean, I find it hard to kind of... I don't totally trust my dad's interpretation since I did experience yeah, being I think able he's just to desire something and make it happen. Cause he, and because he doesn't, hasn't had one. I think that's true. Yeah. Hmm. I think the right answer is somewhere in the middle. No. I guess you're right. <laughs> no. I think the most reasonable answer is somewhere in the middle. And Will and Lena have just emerged from Will's room, and they're going to try and spend some time outside of the house. With us. Kind of learning about <laughs> each other and growing closer. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I had, so in my dream, Drake was there. What? 
No. And it, no. <laughs> yes. No. Sarah. Yes. Yes. He was there. And it was funny to me because I kind of registered it when I was in the same room as Drake. I registered it. It was like, that's Drake. And this is kind of a big deal. But no one was acting like it was a big deal. And it was like, oh, Drake's actually friends with the person who is here. And it, it kind of, it's funny when you sort of see a person and understand who they are in the context of real life. But, they're in uh, your dream. As opposed to thinking that's Drake and he's the president in this world. Right. It's like it's like, ah, oh, well, whatever, that's Drake, yeah. But it's like, oh my god, Drake. And then <laughs> like for some reason I was like, yes, he's friends here and he's actually kind of the normal guy. Like when you meet a celebrity, they're just they're just actually you realize they're just like everybody else. I bet Drake is not a normal guy. Probably right. Probably I bet right. He's but a he weird was guy. in my dream because my uh, my uh, imagination is limited, Felipe. Mm. <laughs> he's just like me. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about LA for a little bit? Let's talk about LA for a little bit. Okay, so the con, the, the what I want to set it up with is Felipe and Sarah went there and they came back and I heard from both of them that neither of them want to live in LA. Oh, thank God. Jesus Christ. It was a really Christ. bad place. It was a dark place and, and I want to hear about that f- first. first. Well... It's funny. Between the two of us, Felipe is the one who would be sort of like given reason to go to L.A. more immediately, I think. Um, so he was the one who was kind of walking around being like, could I live here? Could we live here? And then I kept being like, well, I'm not going to need to live here. And he was like, well, I might need to live here and you could just come with me, which I didn't even expect. Wow. You know what I, you know what I felt? It's like I do think sometimes, well, you know, with animation, maybe something will bring me out here. And I, But it's like none of my friends want to go there. So I was like, if Sarah came, then I would think I can't believe it. I'd have to come here and then. I can't hang out with Sarah. It made me really sad. Oh, that, that is, is sad. sad. That is sad. But you're riding around in a sports car. Yeah. Like, hey, what about that? <sighs> you're meeting new, getting new friends. You get a higher level of friends. Yeah. You get to go up the next tier. Yeah. Yeah. To people yeah, with, you know. It's called the animator's dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> Trade-offs. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a bummer of a city. I mean, I liked everyone we hung out with. Uh, I hope, you know, no we shit We liked everybody we hung out with. Yeah. 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 I can I. <laughs> what? No, keep going. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, like, I will. What? Uh huh. No, no, no. It's just you got you got to say that you're on a podcast. You know, it's like I liked everybody. Oh, sure, we sure. Out there with. were some people that I saw that I didn't like, but most yeah, people yeah. and all of our friends we love. Big That's time. True. Yep. Did I meet one or two? Like real bummers, of course. Of course, but that's part of life, and that's you know yeah. you need the salt to taste okay. the sweet. Yeah, you're right. I never thought about that. You exactly. need the salt to taste. Speaking the of, sweet. I just said the phrase big time. That brings me to. Have, did I tell you about this? Have you heard the phrase big time before? As a, a verb? No, as a verb to big time someone. Oh no. I had never heard that before. What does it mean? Uh, well, you know, we showed up in L.A. and I must have heard it said five times over yeah. the course of like three days. And um, it's a term for when, like, if somebody cancels on you because um, they needed to have a lunch with someone that was, like, more important, or um, if someone's talking to you and they bring up someone more famous that they're connected to to kind of be like, see, I'm more, I'm a they're bigger big deal than you. They're you. big timing you. And that Whoa. phrase just kept coming up. And the people who were saying it were joking, but I was like, you know, from jokes, is there jokes truth? tell truth. And, and it speaks mm-hmm. to sort of like a way of thinking or a way people talk in general here that, like, just I'd never heard that phrase before in New York nobody says that so like it's not as if I think the people who were saying it were really at like being weird or something but it it speaks to some kind of difference yes no I mean I think you don't have the thought of like being on TV or being famous is like not 
I mean, we do know people who are like it's in New York It's never crossed my stuff. mind. Yeah, no. people <laughs> they never don't want it. <laughs> they don't care about it. No, no, but in LA, it's like people are taking meetings all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wait. Hold. Oh. So Seth is. Uh, hi, Carly. Hi. Welcome, Carly. We're. Uh, so Seth is saying you missed a discussion of I think I. S- what? I think you should leave. What? I s. YTL and Felipe's first lucid dream, which apparently was much more advanced than Sarah's lucid dreams. Yeah, he's just bringing up Carly. Yeah, and and to that Scottish guy who you know who's in the chat earlier, um, Carly and Seth, they're like longtime watchers of the show and stuff. And we, I encourage you as, as a new time listener to sort of chat and interact with them, find out who he, they are, sort of take their lead on how to participate in the chat and stuff yeah. like that. You know, because. Because they're they've they've been doing it for a long time. They're veterans. Yeah, they know exactly what what the deal is. So, yeah. they know they know all the un, unwritten rules. Get close to them, you get close to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's the get rule. Get close to Seth and yeah. Carly. That's the way to our heart. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Did you see that the Scottish person said that they listen to this podcast as a way to go to sleep? Wow, and they're typing, they're participating that much. It's in a the kind chat. of a lucid dream that they're having. Uh, yeah, wow, that's a, that's incredible. Yeah, it said. Yeah, because of time zones. Cause how does that make you feel, Felipe, that someone's listening to this to go to sleep? Uh, <laughs> it's a kind of sleepy time. Yeah. <laughs> Put me at ease. Not much going on kind of podcast. Doesn't really challenge no, my brain. No, no, <laughs> no. It's not right. I actually like that. I grew up, I'm a big listener to the radio to go to sleep. And it's comforting. It's good. Hmm. I don't mind mm. it. You'd listen to like mm. car talk or something like that. Car talk. <laughs> no, you know, that's how you burrow into someone's subconscious. Mm. We can get some um, pro England ideas into the Scottish man's head. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All yeah. right. Go flying. Well, then now let's get back to it. L- LA, LA, Los Angeles. LA. City of Angels. City of Angels. LA. City of Dreams. La yeah. La Land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were there, believe it or not. <laughs> and and it, it's funny. It's funny because. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Will imagine? was there as well. And he. That was me, no coincidence. <laughs> no, no coincidence. And Ian and Caroline and I were here. And that was not also an accident. That was not yeah. an accident either. Yeah. And. Uh, but Will was the only person who went to a party that had, like, he had the L.A. story that I wanted, which was, I went to a party, and Kyle Mooney was there. No! And Brandon, I didn't hear that. And didn't Brandon hear this? Wardell was it, there. I didn't hear the story. Yeah, and, like, all the heavy hitters of, of L.A. Brent, Brent, Brent Weinbach. Brent Weinbach. Yeah. <laughs> he met, and he spoke and to people Brent were ri- And he, people were riffing with each other. Oh, my. Can you yeah. can you imagine the risks that go on behind closed that doors? Wanted. That's the story that Which I wanted. Which is funny because didn't guys. I say I was like we should do a barbecue with all the comedians in LA, and then we missed it by like two days. Well, because <laughs> no one set it up for us. Of course, I can't set up a I can't set that barbecue I up. I can't. And you and you said we got to be back for Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. We got to be back for Fourth of yeah. July is what you said. <laughs> yeah. And then we fucking got back for Fourth of July. Come to find out, you hate Fourth of July, <laughs> and you went on a shoot with Ian that day. You said, "Thank God I'm going on a shoot with Ian because I hate Fourth of, of July." Do you know when Will went to this party where Brent Weinbach was? Fourth of July. It was a Fourth of July party. Yeah. And what did you Sheesh. do on Fourth of July? Oh, you had a little. I had a fun ass time. Yeah. So we hung out with some of the hottest boys at ri- of post grad RISD. RISD yeah. Wow. Yeah. We went well, to a party and I was like, oh, maybe oh there'll be God, some pretty Sarah, girls. Oh my God, Sarah, you would have been salivating. Oh my God, yeah. 
Yeah. It was dealer's choice. It was dealer's choice. It was dealer's choice? It was dealer's choice. Truly dealer's choice. Maybe two women there about... 18 or 19 of the hottest, the hottest boys guys I've ever seen. ever seen. It was a buyer's market. Yes. It was a buyer's market. Yes. Sarah, <laughs> you couldn't even dream up such a thing in your lucid dreams. <laughs> Each wow. one of these boys, thin, nice facial hair. The strangest. Cute, but kind of weird. Looking. Yeah. The strangest Absolutely. t-shirts and the strangest oh, facial God. hairs you've a ever little, seen. Everyone a little bit me. autistic. You're kidding. These yes. people were all on Kelly and Tynan's roof. No, no they no, were. No. no, we were. We went to their house. They were I setting see. off fireworks I and see. stuff. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And two women, huh? And two women, yes. Mm-hmm. And they were cool, too? They were cool. And one of them was kind of had eyes she after. She shot Felipe. her shot at me big time. But yeah. I did not. She. I just didn't connect. I was like, I don't want this. Yeah. So I turned her down. Unfortunately. Wow, that must have felt pretty good. No, it felt pretty awkward because she yeah, shot I'm her just shot. Kidding. I. That's it. I don't want to talk too much yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. No, it was fine. She was very kind, but I did not yeah. want to hook up with her. Damn. Yeah. Well, so we all had crazy Fourth of July's, but I didn't hear that story from Will. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like that, but every day. Did with he you have guys. fun? He did not have fun. No, he's the exact wrong person to be at that <laughs> yeah. stupid ass party. Yeah. Not that stupid. That's a cool party, but he's the wrong person. He's the wrong guy. Because he job. hates fun. That yeah, guy hates, he hates fun. fun. He wants yeah. to read a book at eight a.m. Yeah. <laughs> he gets up early to read a book yeah. at seven thirty a.m. And when people are riffing at a party, he's like, "Why is no one be real?" <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been us, Sarah. No, I would have been. However, you <laughs> have want. Have any of you read Grace Paley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Wow. So other things about LA. Um, what did you guys learn about each other? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Huh. What did I learn about Felipe? He wants to bring his big ass backpack everywhere we go. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have an, all of his stuff. I have an anxiety. I think I have some sort of anxiety issue where I don't. I need to have all my objects with me. Yeah. Yes. Every sketchbook, every notebook, my everything needs to be on me at all times. Yes. yes. Well, yeah. I knew that about him. In 2016, yeah. I, I, that's when, about when I discovered that. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. That was funny. He what needs a- all his objects. Yes, it's called. My mother has a term for this, which is called de- de- um, he, departure problems. Yes, which is that you have trouble departing from spaces. But not only that, but it's like even when I was able to depart, like I would just have the biggest backpack on me. <laughs> In different places, and well, with like an extra pair of shoes buckled to the back of it, <laughs> and 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 on the first day we got a friend of ours, uh, a friend of Sarah's, lent us her car, so we were like, we got a free car. First Ooh. day, towed. Oof. We parked. Well, we, you know, we, we went out, gone, gone, just missing, no idea, stolen, towed. Right, we thought we got this car stolen. Yeah, perfect. And we're never going to find it. And we're going to spend the rest of the trip looking for it. Yes. <laughs> and, and hunting down the man that did this. Yeah. So that also definitely like complicated our trip and, and colored our perception of L.A. But and so we the car got yeah. towed. We figure out we figured out where it was, where in what towing place it was. And then I said, well, my friends invited me to their pool. I'm going to go. I went with the biggest backpack. Uh, can I get one, too? Ice cold. He's got these Oreos. Ice cold, or, baby. Ice cold Oreos. And then I was stuck in my friend's house with a huge backpack and I wanted to go to a bar <laughs> afterwards. And I was like, I don't want to bring this backpack to the bar. I had to figure out, like, should I get an Uber home? This isn't so interesting. The point is just that 
really big ding brings a big ass backpack and i just be like you don't need all that stuff and he'd be like well what do i need and i'd be like well i'm not gonna tell you exactly what you need i need you to think about it <laughs> yeah. and then he would just bring the big ass backpack yeah. <laughs> so. man's gotta have his stuff you know <laughs> whisper light stove <laughs> a uh, a machete a flare gun solar powered radio <laughs> stop hand rifle. crank radio Yes, satellite phone, <laughs> med kit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, we definitely spent a lot of time together, Big, me and Sarah. But we didn't really run out of things to talk about. When we were on the car on the way to the airport, I was like just looking out the window. I was so tired. I had nothing else to say. And you said, "Hey, what are you thinking about?" <laughs> <laughs> and that crossed the line. Uh, like, that cro- get, I crossed the line. Here. Yeah, I'm not, if I had something to say, I'd. Say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we spent a lot of time together. It was fun. I mean, what being, was Malibu like? Oh, the most gorgeous thing you could ever imagine. Really? Paradise yeah. on Earth. Yeah. Flowers just three times as big as your head everywhere. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did people like talk like this? Like, like is that what they talk about? Isn't that it's hard to that, even understand them? Isn't yeah. that? <laughs> that's where that part of the country is, right? When people say like Valley Girl. I think the valley is away from the coast. Oh, okay. That's right. That That makes sense geographically. Is valley like Sacramento? No. That's a totally different city. Is valley like Calabasas? I don't know. The valley. Where's Laura? Laura, I guess I was thinking of the central valley. Help us. Which is like a big valley. I didn't know Laura was from L.A. That's a fact. That's so glamorous. Anytime anyone's from L.A., it's like, so your parents... Los raised a family in LA? Yeah. Were they, were they movie thinking? stars? What were they thinking? Yeah, among the star, on the red carpet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the very red carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to Universal Studios. You know oh my God, that was awesome. Number one recommendation if you're in LA, <laughs> you do nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and, Go you're, there. and you're done to spend $120. Go to Universal Studios. Yes. Go to Moe's Tavern. <laughs> yes, we were at Moe's Tavern in real Simpsons World, which is also Simpsons known as World, Springfield. Which is Springfield. And you can get any drink you want. Yeah, so Moe's Tavern, there's a tavern. My uh, one gripe about Moe's Tavern, so basically they have... At you can get absinthe. Mm-hmm. You probably wow. could have. Mm-hmm. Wow. My one gripe about, so basically there's uh, Simpsons World. The way that, they, that Universal's work, Universal works is that you have these different themed worlds. You have Harry Potter World, you have Simpsons World. And then the different stores from the... You go into a world that's filled with stores from the world. So in Simpsons World, there's Moe's, there's the Quickie Mart... Noah Poo, obviously, but uh, Quickie Mart. Um, what else? Um, um, I think those are the two stores. Uh, uh, Weirdly, there wasn't. The Simpsons didn't have a house that you could go into. They didn't have the Simpsons house, but that's because they, the big focus is on stores. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> like the, they're, yeah. they're gift wow. shops. They're gift uh, shops. Selling yeah. things. Yes. yes. So we went into Moe's. We didn't do a lot of stores. There's like a wholesale <laughs> wet market yeah. where yeah. you can buy like, like cows and goats to yeah. slaughter and that's stuff. Right. Harry Potter store, <laughs> Minion store, Secret Life of Pets store. They got a, every kind of store at Universal Studios. Well, and also Check they, it out. And also you it's not like the Harry Potter store just has Harry Potter plushies. You go into um, the wand Sol- Sullivanders. What's his name? Ollivanders. Ollivanders wand, wand shop. $50 plastic wands. Wow. And they're... And they choose you. Yeah. $50 plastic wands inside of boxes that say the name of different characters. So it'll say Ron Weasley. That's Ron Weasley's wand. Actual wand. 
Yes. No way. It's his actual one. Yeah. It's his actual one. It's actual one. Wow. Yeah. So, a lot of stores. And can you kiss Hagrid on the lips? You can kiss. You can, you can kiss. Give him a little kiss. Mm-hmm. You can catch him. Come into this room. Come into this room where you can kiss Hagrid on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What I was going to say is that my gripe about Moe's, you go into Moe's Tavern in The Simpsons, Moe's Tavern. Also, I'll say this. Simpsons World, not tonally related to the simpsons it's the simpsons the, the og simpsons would have made fun of something like simpsons world it's like totally wa- watered down there's nothing edgy ironic or funny about it no. you go to most tavern in the simpsons most tavern is a dark th- place dank dank place far unpleasant um because mm. it's a, a sad place where sad men go dive in universal studios it's like a very sunny cafeteria hmm. children are comfortable in there yeah yeah mm. Ladies, yeah, and so when we went to the bar, I thought, Oh, they're just gonna give you like duff beer and it's gonna be like really watered down beer, but no, there's like all kinds of liquor behind the you know, behind the bar, and we got Corvassier, yeah, uh, Captain Patron, Patron, whatever you can think of. Yeah, Yeah. what's also crazy is that Universal Studio, Universal Simpsons is like on Fox. I just didn't even think it had anything to do with Universal. I guess that's not interesting. Forget it. No one comment on that. No, 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 Sarah. Build that out. Make a meal out of that. It's on Fox? Yep, yep. But see, there's this thing called IP, and different companies can buy it. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, there's an IP. Kelly's saying, Carly, I'd want to go to the power plant. There is a power plant building. Do you want to describe it? Because it has kind of a funny gimmick. Um, I'd like, there's a button on it, and if you press it, there's a, it, it, I'll throw popcorn back to it. It makes noises like it's about to explode. So there's a, there's like a power plant. You can't go in, but there's a window where you see Homer's like, you know, that. His desk, his, his desk, round desk. And he's left, and he's left like a sign that says like, gone to the bathroom or something. It's like a pun. And then there's a button to the side that you can press it, and then everything, everything goes, quack, quack. Like there's an atomic explosion that's gonna happen. So that's pretty wow. cool. And you had to pull Felipe away from that button. Yes. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> it's all he wanted to do. He just thought it was such a funny yeah. thing. Um, I got in line to meet Homer. Felipe didn't want to meet any of the characters. It freaked me out. Did you want to kiss him on the lips? No, I wanted to talk to him and ask him what his favorite food was and just different things. It's donuts, surely. You would think, but yeah, you don't yeah. know. It, yeah, it might not yeah, be. It might not be. Yeah, good So point. I got in line to talk to him, and they told me, this, this. his handler came up to me and said, you're going to be the last one to get to talk to Homer today. And I was, couldn't believe my luck that <laughs> 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 it was going to be me. And um, I was next in line, and then the lady in front of me spilled beer on Homer. And uh, the handler came up to me and said, oh, Homer spilled beer on himself, so he has to go. And I thought, well, that's, it's not, that's not right, because I saw what happened. And yeah. don't protect that lady over Homer, who's like... Right. Besides, real Homer would not care if beer spilled Would on not him. care. So I just didn't get that at you all. And like, I didn't get to talk real to Real Homer would not care. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Let me talk to him. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get to talk to him. And then like we came back later and Bart was there. But I've always been kind of like, Bart's a little... Yeah. I don't know about He's a him. little stinker. Yeah, well, he's a little stinker. He's right. So also, I didn't want to talk to him. in order to match Bart's proportions to the proportions of a human being... 
they had to make him huge. Because if you think about Bart, he has like a short torso. His yes. head is about the size of his torso. <laughs> so in order for the proportions to match a real person, he had to be huge, huge, a giant. So it was pretty scary. Well, <laughs> I think the way the Simpsons are drawn is already very scary. It's why I didn't like the show as a child. That's how you, what you always say about cartoons, that yeah. they scared you. They are scary. They are, I, and they continue to be scary. Even with the <laughs> ones I make myself. <laughs> I, I draw it and, and I... A shiver goes down my spine. <laughs> I can't animate at night. No, no, yeah. So I wouldn't want to meet them in real life. I think I would I'd rather just buy $800, $900 worth of merchandise <laughs> <laughs> from the stores. <laughs> Drop a grand. That's what they're betting. That's yeah, they're exactly. Betting. That's the gamble they make. Yeah. So that was fucking sick as fuck. Yeah, Not to go through the Fast and Furious uh, something with that. We were on a card and we were part of the race or something. Yeah, uh, Shaw or what's his name? Vin Diesel was there. Vin Diesel was like, you got to get away because Shaw is oh, coming for yes, you. Oh, yes, I heard The Rock this. was yes. there. Yeah. yeah, so that yes. was pretty sick. Yeah. No, Universal was a 10 out of 10. Wow. Must go. Yeah. Must go. I'd like to. I'd like to go. I, I'm, I think I love that kind of stuff. Dude, I was saying to Caroline, Simple Town should perform in L.A. in the fall. We should no. go. No, we were just there. Yeah, but not with Simple Town performing. Not with me. Sarah, in L.A., I'm a different guy. No. Yeah. I don't, then I don't I'm want you to go. I'm a completely different guy. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You'll see a side of me you've never seen before. Hmm. You kind of look like L.A. right now with your unbuttoned yeah. shirt. There was a guy at the Simultown show last night who was like, I know you guys, but he lived in L.A. Who was it? Isn't that incredible? Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Isn't that wow. amazing? That is incredible. Someone from L.A. Is, from likes our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wonder how he sees our stuff given the time difference. Yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I, I wanted to ask him more questions, but he evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> disappeared in front of me. <laughs> and his clothes <laughs> fell to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should. We should go. I'd like to go. We no. were going to go right before the pandemic happened. And, and I think Simpletown was going to go and perform there. And there was going to be a, a, a bunch of agents and managers and producers at that show. And they were going to be like, you guys should just stay around here and we'll pay you to make no. movies and television no, shows. No, I will be pissed. <laughs> yes. You know the way yes, I feel. I'll that's what was going to happen. This is the thing. I'll be pissed. If I just, I, it's like, I really don't want to, like LA really bummed me out, like a horrible place. But... <clears throat> Huh. I want all my friends to want to go there and then we all go as a crew and we kind of make it fun. You don't think you could just... I'm surprised that Felipe felt this way while we were there. I, and I asked you this in real life. In in LA itself, I was like, can't you just make new friends? Why do you need us? Right? Huh. Yeah, why do you need us? Because you're my friends. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because I don't like the idea of leaving my friends I want to be on Sarah's side, but I think philosophically I understand... Pissing a little more. I wouldn't want to go alone to LA. Make new friends. I. It's impossible there. Everyone's in a car. You're gonna yell at <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, you gotta be in a at car. Traffic lights. At a stoplight. <laughs> yeah. The only talk. place you can meet friends are at the mall. You're like, let's go to some shop. You never meet outside. You're just in a shop or in the highway. Or the Red Lion Tavern. We had to go there ten times. Yeah, everybody's the only going bar in LA. crazy about this freaking Red Lion Tavern. That's kind of like New York, though. You just you got to go to bars if you want to see people. Or parks. Yeah, I guess you're right. I want to say that if any of the people that we hung out with in LA are listening, that we liked hanging out with you. I just didn't like the city. 
Yeah, we're just talking about something else. We're yeah, there's something else that doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah, <laughs> so don't think anything. Yeah, has the, and they loved you, everybody they hung out with. Yes. Stop saying. Stop. Stop <laughs> saying it suggestively. You're you're they putting really a bug in, a, in everyone's everybody ear. they hung out Doing with. Doing that on purpose. No. You go to LA in the fall. There's nothing for you guys there. And I have to Do say, a show in New York. when Sam does that joke about we loved everyone, he's not. Im- there's nothing to imply. We really did love everybody we hang out, <laughs> hung out with. There's nothing that he's implying. Not implying anything. And you can follow up with us after. Yeah, if if you can call the hotline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about what if we go to Boston in the fall and decide to move <laughs> sure, there? Sure, Boston. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> Simple yeah. time moves to Boston. <laughs> it's kind of like the LA of of Eastern Massachusetts. Yeah, but dude, if we got a show, we all got like cool gigs. Y'all got 20k a week. 20k, yeah. Oh, we're out in LA. We and we get pools and stuff. Surely you get a pool mm-hmm. when you're out you there. Yeah, Tesla. Dude, did I tell you my my animator friends, Tokyo Megaplex, Chris Rutledge, who listens to this podcast often? He's got a shed. He's got a pool, and he's got a shed that he's turned into an animation studio. It's literally like animating outside. Doors open, warm air coming in. That's not bad. A shed. I mean, I call it a shed, but it's like a little guest house right next to the pool. Damn. I would, I would be like, um, what I'm imagining is like us jumping off the roofs and having beers at like oh, ten in the morning. Big and stuff. time. Kind of, you know, in the social, <clears throat> the social network mm-hmm. when they move to the Bay Area and they're all fucking around in the house. That's kind of what I imagine us in LA is like. Yeah, come on, Sarah, you'd come with <clears throat> us, right? If we had to move there. She's putting her hand on her face. <laughs> no, we're not moving there. We're not moving Don't. there. Sarah, and if you needed to go somewhere, I would drive you around. Promise. <laughs> All right, then I'll do it. Yeah. And I'll do it. I'll I'm not going to drive you around. <laughs> and I wouldn't talk to you if you were looking out the window. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. That's day one. Sarah just needs someone to draw her out I a just little. Go, where, where to next? Where to next, Miss Wilson? Damn. I just feel like, come on, Christmas in L.A.? Imagine us trying to celebrate Christmas in L.A. No, we come back East Coast. We come Coast. back here, right? Because I celebrate Christmas with my family. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> he celebrates I, Christmas with his not family. not about to do Friends Christmas. I'm celebrating with my family on the East Coast. All right. Is there anything else about LA that was interesting? But Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, the dro out there, the weed. Are you guys talking about uh, weed? Yeah, the chronic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't beat it. You can't beat it. That's true. You got Oreo chocolate all over your lips and teeth. You give. <laughs> that's that's see, you gave. I gave that's Sarah an Oreo twenty minutes ago. I know she's on her second, but her first one, she like sucked on it like she was a little <laughs> caterpillar like she had to spit enzymes all over it to like digest it from the outside and then at one point she had like a little bit left and at one point she like put it on her leg <laughs> so I was like Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> disgusting <laughs> some, having some weird spider house <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's funny. That's why I get self-conscious whenever I don't feel well. I'm like, this is just gonna draw further scrutiny. <laughs> the way that I do things, oh, and how I live, and how I eat. As long as I keep up my health, then no one can tell me otherwise of what to do and to stop eating, you know, Sour Patch Kids for lunch. And stuff. <laughs> once I start having these kind of episodes, how's your acid reflux, by the way? It's going. It's gone. Okay, good. that's better. Good. Yeah, it's going. Good. It's going. It's gone. <laughs> That's good. I like sucking on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> uh, um, if you guys, unless there's, I got some, I got some things that happened this week that we Is can talk about. Anything else about LA, Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Mm, I think we we covered it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> final word on L.A. Yeah, Alex says Sarah loves to put a sandwich with two bites left in the fridge for later. <laughs> that's right. Sarah's a very <laughs> slow eater. That's true. Um, let's see. I'll say this last thing about L.A. Please. I came back from L.A. while I was in the airport. While I was in the LAX airport, I was setting up a, an appointment with a psychiatrist to get on antidepressants. That's how much that city just... But you were also pretty sad no, beforehand. No, yes, no, you've been no. depressed. I was Sarah. No, I was happy before. No, you were no, not. No, I was perfectly happy. And then I got on that, that plane and I showed it. And You're lying to yourself. Me. Yeah. You're lying took to everything yourself. everything I had left. No. Yeah. No, if anything, I thought it was relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's on your list? Well, I'll just, I do want to clarify. Number one, everyone we hung out with loved. Everyone loved was them. so much hospitality, just loved hanging out with people. This is, I just don't like that you have to be in a car. There's no public space. You're always on a highway. Too many people work in entertainment. It just feels lonely. It feels lonely in a way that New York City, you just walk out on the street, there's people, there's like a feeling that like there's life. In LA, you're like in a little sleepy suburb. Or on a huge thoroughfare, or on like a highway, and yes, or on television, or on television, or on television. Loneliest yeah, and I just yes, the loneliest place you could be. There yeah. was a little bit. I mean, maybe this, maybe this was projection, but you know, it's like everyone here that we're hanging out with is here for a particular reason, which is that they, everyone wants to be on TV, basically, and it feels a little bit like, um, like how to describe it. The space sets the terms for your being there a little bit. I guess that's kind of like New York, right? Because we're here because we wanted to perform. That's really the reason we are living here. But on the other hand, like, um, you can, like, have a show in New York, a live show that you put on that's cool. And people are like, that's cool. But if, if you're, like, not on TV, then it's like you haven't completed your purpose for being there. Mm. I mean, maybe that's my own perception. Yeah, but that's how I perceive it, too. Yeah. Maybe the people who are there who aren't on TV feel totally fine. But, you know, it's like everyone's trying to do this. And then some people have been on TV. Some people, have, I don't know, something about it felt like you know, there's like need. There's need in the air. And Desperation. Yeah, yeah. But you have to act California chill. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted yeah. to surf, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even sure of all those opinions. We were there for such a short period of time. Yeah, maybe And right. um, we came with such certain um, preconceptions yeah. and like feelings in our lives that we're having right now. But I can't picture us living there. So. I feel like people here are pretty needy, but there's also you also yeah. meet all kinds of other like you're at a party and there's people who are doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it's not just like entertainment people. Big time. time. You meet garbage man. You gar everyone from the Richard Scary universe. Yeah. Teachers. Yeah. Not policemen though. Ew. Teachers, firefighters, garbage men, uh, engineers, a cook. Data um what are those called? Firefighters, engineers, data transfer. Yeah, network engineers. UX. UX. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to take it back. There's need everywhere. Take everybody, everybody needs it. Yeah. People here are absolutely, yeah, lucky. absolutely. And yeah, it's very wolves. walkable too. It's extremely walkable. New York wolves. <laughs> yeah, and we'd be, we'd be better people in many ways if we lived there. All right. Next topic. Um, the next Gulf of Mexico topic. was on fire a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Yeah. It's the Gulf to me, the, the, the Gulf and all the states that border it are basically like in a perpetual state of emergency. Yes. In, in my mind. Yeah. It's like all the Gulf states. It's like crazy Gulf. shit shit is happening there and like uh, everyone is on the precipice of disaster at all points in your mind I, I'm, a, I'm a child of hurricane katrina i guess is what i'm realizing so <laughs> you're a child uh, <laughs> you're a child of hurricane katrina. yeah right up in boston there you know i really experienced the worst of it so no but it's just you know it's a scary it's a crazy part of the country. Scary, crazy. There's a lot of climate happening there. A lot of climate. All yeah. the climate is happening there. Yeah, and then the, with the oil spill, and then it, you remember, you remember when the oil spill happened, and there was all those images of people pulling up like all this like dead shrimp and fish, and all the fishermen, the shrimp guys were out of business and stuff. It was scary, terrifying. Yeah. If, I can see this is hitting Sarah. If this is a bummer of a conversation, we can talk about something else. England it's won soccer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is upsetting. I was trying to decide whether or not I don't think he would care, and I don't. He doesn't listen to the podcast usually. Um, I ran into my roommate Peter the other day in the living room. Uh, I hadn't seen him in some days. I had been having um, panic attacks. You know, I, was, I go through periods of time. I always have anxiety, but times when I have panic attacks, and times when I don't. And I've been having them. And I ran into Peter, and he was like, "Hey, I have to tell you something. I've been having." really bad anxiety and panic attacks and i was like oh my gosh awesome me cool too. cool um and then i was like well you know what's your uh what are you fixating on what's the central idea around which all the anxiety is you know percolating and he said climate change which is peter's childhood anxiety is like climate change he's always been disturbed by it and it's one of those things that like of all the anxieties my friends have most of them are irrational or overblown but that i'm like you're probably you're tuned right in to the level that we should probably all feel of disturbance over climate change. But you can't function that way. You can't worry about it every day and allow yourself to panic. It's not functional. Um, but what can you say to somebody who is like fully um, bringing into their consciousness the severity of what's happening on the planet? So I didn't know what to tell them. It used to be for me a very central anxiety. And in fact, last time I went to L.A., what really colored my experience of L.A. was that like the fires were happening and it was hot and I was in a car all the time. And I was like, this is where climate change is happening. Mm. And we need to and you can't live in a city that's built just to be in a car all day. Like I was yeah. it created a lot of anxiety. And ever since I've like really learned to co like it was also my childhood anxiety. Mm. And I really like learned to cope with it. And I just I just anytime I see news about climate change, I just don't look at them. And mm. I'm just like. You look at cars now and you're like, yeah, damn, this yeah. is actually kind of nice. You're like, you run your hand over the boiler. Yeah, exactly. Chrome, chrome wheels. Chrome yeah. finish. Exactly. The whole car is chrome. Yeah, but that's yeah. just to say that you can, you can conquer it. You can conquer it. You can you conquer can. your fears. Yeah. Wait, how come he's not on? Oh, flip the camera back. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Oh, oh, I see. No, he's, he is there. Sorry. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry, ever I... evading the camera. Um, 
Yeah. Is. I don't know what the answer is. It's just something like, well, there really is nothing that I can do about it. You know, there's a lot of things that we can, like, through the political process, you know, put a finger on the scale. I truly am like... We can make animations and yes. run television and stuff and do podcasts. That's true. You could even do a little animation. <laughs> if you know that, like, the recycle symbol, those arrows, you could have them sort of in motion yes. and kind of... Yes. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Except today you were saying that recycling's over. That's right. I do feel I've sort of lost faith in recycling, and um, it's hard for me to care about it anymore. I feel bad saying this publicly because it's really deep in my psyche that, like, no, you have to recycle, and if you don't recycle, like, that's one of the worst things you could possibly do. But recently I've just been like, it's not, they don't even, I think they take the recycling and then they throw it in the trash. And I they, think so And too. they put it in their yeah. ass. That's what I think. And they put it in their ass, yeah. I think that actually the only thing that's, like, worth, worth recycling is aluminum that's the only thing that they still recycle you know what's funny though when i was a kid i would w i watched a lot of uh you know the magician's pen and teller yeah yes. they had a tv show called bullshit do you have yeah. ever heard of this and it was like it was like debunking stuff from this kind of like half rationalist half kind of libertarian uh side like they had one where they debunked the war on drugs which was good but they you know they had one where they debunked like uh psychics which mm -hmm. is like who cares but sure um, and then, but then they had one where they debunked <laughs> climate change has not aged well. And then they had one where they debunked recycling. And they actually said that like all recycling is bullshit except for aluminum. aluminum. And now we're all coming around. I guess Penn and Teller were right. They debunked climate change and said it was bullshit? <laughs> well, no, they were, they just used all these like, stu I think that one like doesn't, doesn't hold water. They I did see. that stupid thing where they go Damn, to like a climate march. Climate and they change, the war on drugs and psychics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, man, they're like, they're good. Today we're going to debunk. Is there uh, enough cheese in my fridge to make a grilled cheese sandwich? And next week it'll be climate change. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. I, it makes me sad. I don't want to abdicate all personal responsibility, but I just feel really ridiculous putting things in the recycling even and thinking like, oh, good. This will they'll make this into something. No, they won't. No, they won't. Do you ever think like, OK, truly, you could just be total psycho insane, almost like a murderer and not even have any effect on on anything? Wait, do a murder? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Do I think I could do a murder? <laughs> You're such a brilliant raconteur. <laughs> such a great conversationalist. Because, <laughs> you know, level one is like, oh, we can, like, affect, we can affect the world through personal responsibility. Level two is, no, wait, hold on. Like, history moves at the pace of, like, like, great demographic changes and movements of people and like systems that just are like waves and we're simply like little rafts upon the waves <sighs> and so i can just be kind of psycho and like go murder mode and it's okay and then level three is <sighs> i haven't figured out level three yet can but i ask you a different question yeah please yeah. <clears throat> okay th so this is real really happened to me okay last night Something happened to you last Something night? Something happened yeah. to him. Yeah. I didn't tell you guys that. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you should have called us. Yeah. Okay, so so l earlier this week, I, I texted this person who I dated last summer. And I was like, do you want to go on a walk with me? Because I was like walking around after 4th of July. Can you mouth it? Who? 
Oh, got it. I thought you'd already seen this person. Yeah, no, it was Roger early, that. that. That's what it was earlier. Roger this that. Week. We're not. We're not in last night yet. I know uh, okay. the name. I know the name. I'm just gonna get water, so just keep talking. <laughs> Can you mouth the name on camera? I'm gonna mouth it back. <laughs> <laughs> You're on camera. Can you mouth it? <laughs> um, so I saw this person earlier now I'm this, in the this week, <laughs> and and because it was after Fourth of July, I was walking around and I was like, oh, I'd like to see this person, and I haven't seen them in like a year. You know, it was it was a platonic impulse, wanted to see this person, so I hit them up and was like, let's go on a walk. And I saw Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. That's very funny. Uh, yeah, you, you and did date a, a guy named Vincent. No, yep. no, I didn't. Uh, yes, I did yep. not do That's that. I would you never date a guy. Named and now guy. you have platonic impulses <laughs> for him. <laughs> How do you like having the headphones? I like it. Uh, yeah. It's like I'm listening to the podcast. You look like a little yeah. alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I saw this person and. I found out that they live in the same apartment as the person I'm dating right now. The same apartment oh, building. Uh, awkward. Same yeah. apartment building. <laughs> and maybe this is the kind of thing I shouldn't air on a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah, when you started yeah. the story, um, I was like, he's doing it. Say their name. Yeah. Say their and fucking say their names. names. Who cares? And then when I told this person, I, to- I told the person I'm dating now, I was like, it, we were, when we were walking home, and I was like, oh, I found out this funny thing this week, which oh is that I, I, this person I used to date actually lives in the same apartment building as you. And I kind of brought it up in a kind of casual, Big jokey style. Mistake. Like, like kind of as when I related this to Carly earlier today, she put it right. It's like, I kind of wanted to hint to them that like, this is the, this is how you should react to this kind of, oh, isn't that funny kind of crazy thing? We're sort of chortling. Yeah, and we're sort of chortling. Jovial. And there's nothing to worry about here. <laughs> yes. And and did she go, no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, well, what, what didn't, what did happen is she got kind of like quiet and muted and dejected. Ooh. And then I was like, oh, I'm in the doghouse. Like, oh. I'm, I'm, she's mad at me. Or, or oh. something's happening to her. Oh. And Don't put my friend in the doghouse. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> should have called Sarah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was in the damn Westminster doghouse. Damn. And um, so so we got back to the apartment, and, she, and I was, I was kind of trying to, like, eke this out of her. I was like, because we were, like, I told her, and then, we talked about it for a second and then it was like silence for like 10 or 15 minutes. You're like, hey, come out. on, let's walk around the halls of the apartment. Let's just kind of hang out in the halls and see. Come on, let's maybe this will cheer you up. Hello. Hang out in the halls of the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she was like, I wish you hadn't told me that. And I thought to myself, oh, I, I figured that's a thing that I should tell you. Like, it's like I would want to live in a world where I could tell you something like that. It's the world we live in. And I don't want to keep stuff. I wouldn't want to keep that kind of thing from you. Um, One, I guess, two, I think two good reasons. One, because it's like you want to, you want to foster a, a philosophy of being truthful. And then secondly, I really, it would be bad to have another situation where it's just where you see that, I see that person when I'm with the person I'm dating and I and we're like, oh, hey, hi, hello. And then my the person I'm dating is like, who is that? And then and then I tell her then and there, you know. Yeah. And we find out. 
anyways, and I thought <laughs> that was. <laughs> That was a funny comment. Alex said a funny comment. I love the four hosts of RMA. Sarah Felipe Sam in a plastic bag with some random <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, Felipe used to be a real fascist about shit on the table and now and now, now look at where it's gotten. It's kind of sloppy gone. stream. Yeah, he's kind of getting out. But this is your yeah. stuff, my man. Oh, yeah, that right? is my stuff, you're right. Uh, that's his apples. You want some apples um, and some oatmeal? It's funny. Anyways, okay. what do you guys think about that? Hmm. Yeah, I, did you say the, the thing to her about like, well, what if you ran into this person? Then it, yeah. And then what, well, did, what she did you say to that? Uh, I think I forget what she said. He thinks he uh, you gotta be listening. When you're with a phone, dude, you gotta be listening. Fuck. And from Felipe, no less. Oh, Mistake number you, one, dude. You have yeah. no idea how much of that, that is an li- ice pick in my heart. You gotta listen to the broads, dude. <laughs> to have yeah. my friend Felipe <laughs> tell me to listen. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's funny. Yes. Um, no, it's true. It's true. No, um, well, what do you think, Sarah? What do I think? Throw it to me. Um,. That's an interesting thing. It makes me think of other people I've heard of who um, don't ever like being around the exes of anyone that they've dated or like hearing about them and stuff like that. And I, when I hear that, I'm like that. I, I don't implicitly relate to it. So I'm, I always kind of want to know like, what's that about for you? Why does that seem so negative? Because it sounds pretty innocuous on its head. Like the idea that the person I'm dating is dated someone else. They have to live somewhere. Okay, they live next door to me. <laughs> What's wrong Fair with enough. That? Fair enough. <laughs> um, it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal because uh, the thing you guys have is good and cool, and uh, th- that other relationship wasn't even that big of a deal. Yes. So no, it yes. was not a big deal at all. So it's hard for me to register what would be so bad about that. I'm trying to imagine like I'm living in the building, the, the Eskimo sister is living next door to me. I, I don't know. This is the second time I've heard you use that. Today, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, I wish all my Eskimo sisters all lived in a little row with me. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I guess I can understand why she would feel weird. Yes, I, don't I could think, understand too. I don't think... I'm not convinced you did anything wrong necessarily. Yes, I guess that's right. I understand why it would feel weird, but I don't think that you um, saying some that fact. Yeah. It's a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah. So. Yeah, I need to think a little more about it, but I I don't think yeah I don't think you did anything wrong. It's just a thing where it's like well, it's gonna sting for a little bit and then you'll get over it. Yeah. Hmm. Totally. Totally. Hmm. You should say, baby, that other girl, she wasn't for me. She had trash pussy. Yeah. That well, I'll maybe never I'll text her that. that now. Yeah, you never say that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I guess okay. Now I'm actually imagining it. I'm taking thirty seconds to imagine someone that I've dated, and they're telling me someone that they dated lives in the building. I guess I do feel a little weird. I probably would then go and look at that person's Instagram and kind of suss out what their deal was, and then I would build up a sort of like now I'm thinking about this person. I'm looking at their Instagram. I'm looking for them in the hall. Now it's a neuroses. So yes. but yeah. I don't yes. like that. Yeah, well, maybe you'll learn about your partner, how what level of comfort they have with um, with exes, because some people do freak out about it. Some people don't like to think about, obviously, you know your partner has been with someone. Some people just don't like to think about it. Hmm. Yes. They don't hmm. want to be reminded, but... Well, hmm. I think, I mean, 
I, there's me, there's pro, pro, many backstories to to sort of communicate, but but I think part of it was like this person who I'm dating now, her and I had been like casual for a long period of time, and I don't think that was like that had phases of it being good and phases of it being like bad. And I think that all that stuff of like dating other people, like mm, all those mm. feelings kind of come up oh, as well. Yeah. I have not that, even thought that of that. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. And had you thought, did you think of that before you said what you said? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, probably not, not so much, but yeah. I thought the best thing, to, I knew that the best thing to do was to, to tell, tell the them. truth. So I, so I didn't think through I all that. I do think at some point that. you really did need to tell her. And yeah. I wonder if maybe, yeah. what would, simply as a thought experiment, what would it have been like if instead of being like, hey, you know, it's so funny, someone I used to date lives in your building, haha, if you'd been like, I have something I need to tell you. Someone in I your used building. To date. Sit down. You were living amongst the enemy. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we don't know what door. Any door, behind any corner. But don't worry, we will find out which door tonight. <laughs> we start knocking on all the doors. Yeah, yeah. I'll say something that I, unless you want to keep going on this, or no, did, no, no, that's helped you. Yeah, that's helped. Do you think that solved the problem? I think it solved the problem. Ah, great, yeah. great, great. And I think we all now better understand everything. I want to say something. I see you're wearing the headphones, and now I see you so much more conscious about the quality of sound. The way that I'm talking into the yes, microphone. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, like podcast to talk mode. You're like, like this. and now we've learned that you're, thing about that. You're thing. talking more quietly because you can hear yourself better. And also, you know something? When I have the headphones on and I watch you talk, sometimes you do this with the mic, and you don't like point it at your mouth the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And now you're pointing it perfect, and I think all of us <laughs> need headphones. <laughs> I don't need headphones. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam sounds perfect. He has an intuitive sense. Yeah. Yes. He's a it's natural from my, talent. my uh, theater training. He's a true talent. And my fucking uh, out on the mics every night for yeah. five yeah. years. Cutting your teeth with the yeah, best. Exactly. Yeah. Michael Svetich. Exactly. Michael <laughs> Svetich. Yeah. When I don't have the headphones, it's all tactile for me. And I like the feeling of my mouth being on the microphone right now. Really? You touch it? Yep. I like it. I don't like being able to hear my own voice so well. Mm. I get focused on it. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. let's get... Every, he's going to have to do the headphones, so once we I, have... I think we'll it would be cool if we, I don't know if... I don't know what, how it goes. I think having the headphones though helps... It's what other people who have bigger podcasts than us do. Yeah. So it, for that reason alone, I'm kind of down to do it. You cool. Know? If it's Probably good enough one for step Opie the, and Anthony, it's exactly, good enough for me. Exactly. Maybe it's... it's the gateway we have to pass through in order to get to 30 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, here's, here's my new relationship theory that I want to share. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, sorry. Um, you know how the sort of central tenet of relationship theory, I said this to you while we were in LA, is um, that you have to tell people things that you're thinking that no one can read your mind. You know that? Yes. I think that you should be able to expect people to kind of read your mind a lot of the time. Mm. I don't agree. Yeah. I think you, you, you can. I don't agree. And you know what? I think that that way of thinking gets you specifically into a lot of trouble. It, it does get me in trouble, but that's because other people aren't reading my mind when I, I need think, them to. I think people, 
you can you can have different levels of social acuity and people have different come from different cultures where like different things mean th certain stuff and you can have like really finely tuned communications with people where it is like mind reading nonverbal but, yeah. but what you're doing is actually through like the way you're saying something the way you're acting the way you're doing small things you can communicate to people stuff and it's like that only works with those people who speak that language That's right. and not everyone speaks that That's language. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, cause I think you're trying to go level three here. Like level one is read my mind. Level two is no, you got to say everything. Level and you're trying three. to go level three. I no, am. read my mind. Yes, I think, yes, I'm not at yes. level three yes. yet. I think we are still at level two. You got to say everything because you no, don't know no. how people are interpreting things. No, you have to say everything. No. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Sarah. When it comes to relationships, do you think I'm a good mind reader of what the other person is thinking? No. No. <laughs> you don't think so, right? No. How would you grade me in terms of assuming what the other person in a relationship is thinking? Uh, I give you B minus. B minus. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. But still, I need people to tell me what, what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Fleet Bay doesn't need it. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I don't know about these like super um, emotionally intelligent guys that you're uh, not dating. dating. Yeah, not dating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bitch, yeah. not dating. <laughs> no, no. I but I think I also think it 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 behooves it it's it's a person's responsibility to also open up the kind of aperture of their sort of yes. sensing. Yes. tool so that they can yes. pick up things that people are giving yes. off because you it, it's too much work to ask people to say everything that they want yes. need, you know yes. it's true yes. but you never yes. know what things are occupying someone's mind you know it's like one day you're thinking i want the other person to know i'm feeling sad sad and then that person's like you know fuck like i have to focus on like my car doesn't have gas today and i have no money in my bank account or whatever thing that you don't know about and they don't have the the they're thinking about a million other things you need to be like hey i'm sad you don't know what's going on in their mind that's like keeping them occupied at any given time that I makes see. them that makes it harder for them to read whatever you think should be obvious to understand yes but I, I understand that. And if you really need something, I think you can ask it. But it's also like... If you really need it. But that person who lives in the world of I'm just focused on my shit that I need to think about all day, like that, that's also living in a world where like you're not tuned into anybody else. Yeah, and you but can't live not, like that. It doesn't matter. It's not whether you live like that or don't live like that. It's that like on any given day, any... Like, it could happen one day that your mind is occupied. You could be a perceptive person, and then one day your mind is occupied. Well, that's okay. You get one day. You get one. Yeah. You don't get, you get 365 day. days, though. <laughs> yeah. You get one you more day. Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess now we're talking in, in sort of theoretical, hypothetical. <laughs> like, I know you're laughing, because I'm, but, but I'm saying, like, I guess I'd have to see the specific example. It's, like, on a spectrum of from, like, mind reading to telling people what you need but i i guess i personally find that like i've had more success in relationships where at least my communication style is explicit and i need people to be explicit with me yeah yeah i wish i could tell this funny story uh of some, this thing that happened with me in Bay. <laughs> wait which one <laughs> where you um wait well, why can't you tell the funny story because the people that it concerns would like listen to the podcast Fuck. um oh, I where wish like I could hear it. we were deciding what we were gonna do next and um, 
you were like, well, we could, you know, order food or we could go out or we could, uh, and I just like suddenly snapped and you was like, we have to leave now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, I didn't. Yeah. We, that was funny. Sarah snapped at me and I thought she was mad at me. And then later on she told me I was freaking out for like three hours uh, about something and i thought he knew i thought that felipe knew the whole time that i was kind of like no sarah was in her own world being normal and quiet and looking perfectly fine until i said one thing and she <laughs> blew up at me she was like yeah. we have to get the fuck out of here <laughs> and i was like what's happening and then she was like i was freaking out that whole time can you tell and i was like no you looked totally normal <laughs> So that huh. was strange. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I'm someone who's very explicit, I think you're on the other end where you That's really right. want people to read your mind. That's and I think right. that. That's right. You know, whether or not like it, it gets you into trouble, I think it makes you unhappy. It makes me unhappy. Because then people like disappoint you often. It makes me unhappy. But I will say that in that situation, there was another person there who later texted me and was like, hey, what was wrong with you all Wait, morning? really? Mm-hmm. I Fuck. I think okay, both both <laughs> philosophies can get you into trouble. Totally. But I do I do find it exhausting and this just comes from where I like how I grew up in my family and stuff. But like, I find it exhausting to, to, to be able to have to like explicitly say what I want to need all the time. Hmm. That that's hmm. like a, that's a tall order for me, you know? Yes. But I, so I'll I also like, say this, yeah, go ahead. That realizing that you feel that way was very clarifying to me that I was like, Oh, okay. So then I just do need to tell Felipe how I feel about things as they're happening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you don't usually hold back when you feel a thing. It's true. You do tell me, actually. <laughs> yes, yeah, usually. You do let me know. Yeah, but I feel, in general, how you feel, where I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at guessing how other people feel, so when other people can't do the guessing for me a little bit, I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving Jeez, you yeah. everything. I'm giving you everything. I'm giving you Look everything. Look at my eye contact. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think there are things that are easy to read, but then I think that there are things that through no fault of your own are not are like you could be like this it's so obvious that i'm feeling x y and z and another person could be like i interpret it as another thing and they it would they wouldn't be crazy for interpreting it differently that's true it would simply be a matter of like they're just not in your mind so they don't know how to read the thing that yeah yeah if you're hot and you're shy people i guess maybe i'm wrong uh, wrong about this but i'm like i'm because I haven't had children yet, but I feel like the 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 rubber hits the road with children. Because like children don't tell you what they need and want. You you have to kind of intuit what children need, and that there's it's not children are not like living with adults where they're like just tell me what you need. You, if you need me to go to the grocery store and get stuff for you, I'll do that. But you just need to like remind me and tell me to do that. It's like, no, you need to think and anticipate all these needs for a yeah, human who I can express it. I'm talking about, and, I'm talking about romantic relationships and friendships when you're an adult. Kids are a different thing. I don't think you can ask kids what they want. I think you kind of have to like tell them what they're going to get. Yes. Or, 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 but also anticipate the things that they need without them expressing it. And I think that that like getting in the practice of being like tuned in to people in a nonverbal way will be is good practice. And if you're not good at it, it's going to be shitty when the day comes when you have to like raise children and I stuff. think kids are different. I think that there's a different different but, but sets kids of skills. are just little people. I mean, I guess when I'm talking about being explicit with wants and needs, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean kids. Mm. Yeah. 
but I guess I'm saying that that kids is where like the test happens. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's a different test. It's a different set of things, different set of like circumstances, needs, communication styles. Kids don't communicate like adults. I'm talking about like adults who are like, I want you to know what I want. It's Mm -hmm. like, you're not a kid. You have to tell me what you want because you know what you want. You have to like advocate for yourself. Well, I think that we're, we're kind of landing here on just a disagreement because we just feel feel differently i'll say this thing that i think is funny that i learned from felipe's way of interacting with people that um you told me that sometimes when you're having a conversation with people i told you i was having trouble paying attention to things that people were telling me and like just getting bored in conversations and you were like yeah it's okay a lot of times i just like think about a cartoon (laughs) (laughs) or something and i'm just not paying any attention at all i'm you know i'm just sitting there which i don't ever really let myself do i'm always like trying to listen i'm trying to listen i'm trying to listen and then you saying that i was like huh i should probably just think (laughs) of a little just think of a cartoon (laughs) (laughs) and wait for this to be over sometimes you can tell they're not no one's gonna call on you so you don't need to be (laughs) Yeah, so we can all learn things from each other and how we do things differently. Yeah, 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 that's true. I will say, and this is, I know that for instance, you were getting, no, no, you were getting frustrated with me because I check in a lot where I'm like, is this okay? Is this okay? And I know you didn't like that. I don't know what, I mean, we don't have enough time to suss it out, but it's like a little bit part of a, a feeling of like, I don't quite know what you want. And even if you know, if you, I like it when people are like, this is what I want. And if not, I'm just going to be like, are you sure this is what you want? Even if you tell me it's what you want, I'm not sure because I think I might be missing out on something. Mm. Um, and that seems to frustrate you when I checked in a lot about, which I agree sometimes it's like excessive and it comes out I of think, insecurity. Yes. I think it, it's not a general problem that I have with you. I think it's more of a vacation thing where it's just kind of like, we had to make so many decisions all the time about like where we wanted to go to lunch. Do we want to go to this place first? And if we should take the car and like, should yeah. we come home afterwards or should we just stay out or like all the stuff that then I'd be like, this is what I want to do and you'd be like okay we'll wait but what if we also did this other version of the plan and I'd be like okay yeah, yeah, I yeah. just said this is what I wanted to do and <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> it's true yeah so that's just like I think a, a vacation thing but doesn't happen in New York City doesn't happen in New York City yeah you never get fatigued yeah yeah well it's 9.30 maybe we could sort of end on something really funny wait let me look at the topics I wrote Mm, people waiting in the subway because there was a storm. I saw Fast and <laughs> Furious Nine. Oh, and then oh, the, I didn't ever ask you about that. Um, the beginning was really fun. Way too long. I got bored towards the end, but the ending is kind of funny. They do a really crazy mission where they go to space in a car. That's, yes, they go to space in a car. Yeah, it Perfect. gets really silly. Perfect. But it was just too damn long. That's um, that. Damn. Too damn long. Oh, uh, and there's also the Delta variant and the Lambda variant. Cole was telling me that everybody in the Fast and the Furious movies, they're always like, and I'm family. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's family. It's all about family. <laughs> I think yeah. that's so funny. And every time someone said family, everyone in the theater would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the theater was like I'm having family. fun with it. And John Cena's in it. He looks really funny. Except they gave him a really bad role. Oh, huh. that's not fair. He's a good actor. Yeah, but he sucks. He's really charismatic. Oh, it's a, sh- a big shame. Well, folks. Wait, what do you think about this? I'll, I'll t- maybe we can go a little Raisin over. Raisin Man season two. But yeah. Felipe had this <laughs> going over Felipe had this funny hours. idea that I think hours. is a great idea where where Simple Town, you know how John Cena apologized in Chinese for saying that Taiwan was a country? Yeah. 
what if Simple Town came out with a set of videos where we were apologizing in Chinese? In real China, we learned the phrases in Chinese. We were apologizing in Chinese for saying that Taiwan was a country. Oh, and, and first we'd have to make a video where we said Taiwan I, was a country. I don't think we even need to make oh, the really? video. I think it's <laughs> think just the really apology funny. in Chinese where mm, we're all very in perfect funny. Chinese and we're like doing it like front facing. You know that's what I mean? That's very funny. You it is funny, funny, right? Idea? Yeah, that makes yeah. me laugh. I think it's a great yeah. idea. Some, some spoil sports in the group don't want to do it. Yeah. What? Yeah, because the, they think it's uh, the same people who don't don't want to have fun at parties. Yeah. <laughs> spoil, big spoil sport energy. Yeah, and one of our top listeners to the podcast. <laughs> I hope he listens all the way to the end. Yeah. All right. So you think it'd be funny? I think it's funny. What does he think it's like making light of? I think that anything where you do where you speak Chinese, even if it's real Chinese, I think smacks as uh, it's funny. It's like idea a sort of, of racist kind of parody yeah. or something. Yeah, I see yeah. that. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking of like, oh, you're making fun of the John Cena apology, which to me is no, like it, it's funny. It would but, you would instantly yeah. think about it if you heard me and Sam speaking try Chinese. To speak Chinese like, that yeah. we read off of Google Translate. Yeah, you'd right away right. you'd be like, I don't you're know right. if I. You're right. You're right. Yes. Well, let's see. Seth texted me. Wonder if he says whether it's okay or not. Whether it's okay or not. And nope. then we gotta say that. Oh, it's a picture of his dog watching the podcast. That's cute. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, and then we gotta say the catchphrase that we always say. Sam. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. All right, everybody. Have uh, a good night. See you next week. Really, come back next week. It's an important episode next week. Raisin Man Arena.